Welcome to Soul Cravings with psychotherapist and writer Karen Seeger. In her show, Karen talks about how to take care, cope, grow, and thrive through difficult times like change, anxiety, loss, death, illness, loneliness, and hopelessness. Karen draws on her knowledge as a therapist, her own life experiences, and offers support locally and globally, and records her shows on her orange houseboat on the River Thames. And now, over to your show host, Karen Seeger. Hello and welcome to today's edition of Soul Cravings with me, Karen Seeger. I'm a psychotherapist and writer, and today I would like to talk about love. If this is your first time here, then you're most welcome. If you've come back for more, then it's great to have you back. Let's talk about love. It's a vast topic with vast experiences. I want to talk about how to get loved. And I'm going to tell you something which some of you may not want to hear, which some of you may disagree with. Let's wait and see. What is your experience of love? Are you currently in love? Are you out of love? Do you love someone who doesn't love you? Do you think you are capable of love? Do you think you will never be capable of love? Perhaps you think there is no one out there who will ever love you. Perhaps you have been loved and the love came to an end. Perhaps you think you are unlovable. Some of you may have been told from a young age onwards that no one will ever love you, that you are not good enough, not beautiful enough, not clever enough, whatever the reasons may be. And perhaps you believe that. And perhaps you used to believe that and then something helped you to change your mind and see the reality. Because I believe we are all lovable. We are all capable of being loved and we are all capable of loving. Now you and I, we may experience different hurdles along our life which make that very difficult. Difficulties can range from, as I said, our upbringing, from the experience we may have made. People may have treated us badly. Indeed, we may have treated people badly. Things might be happening in our life which we think makes us unattractive to somebody else. Who will want us if we are unemployed, if we are homeless, if we are ill, if we are aging, if we have problems? And we might think there's always someone more beautiful, more attractive and perhaps even more deserving around the corner. If we have been disappointed in love or if we have not experienced love, then we might feel angry, we might feel sad, we might feel frightened that it will never happen to us. We might feel envious of people who are apparently in love, happy couples, happy hand-holding, happy weddings, happy christenings, happiness everywhere but not in your life. Then again, you may be someone who has a lot of 
happy snaps in their family albums or on Facebook or on Instagram. And you may know that behind the happiness mask, there might be a very different reality. How many people look happy on the outside, but are crippled inside with crippling feelings of pain? Because behind the happy facade, there may be fear, there may be manipulation in the relationship, there may be abuse, there may be a whole range of things which haven't got much to do with love. Your love may be trampled on. Perhaps you are trampling right now on somebody else's love. Then I suggest stop and think. Why are you doing this? I believe a lot of it has to do with self-esteem and self-worth. We may have been told from an early age onwards that we are not worth much, that we are worthless. And we might have internalized that and we might have started to believe that. People may have treated us badly, grown-ups, and as a young child we tend to believe that perhaps the grown-ups know best. And if they don't love us, then something must be wrong with us. So we might look at ourselves critically and continue to look at ourselves critically for a long period of our life, perhaps forever. We may turn into people pleasers because we think if we please, then we will get love. I say we think, but I also mean a lot of this can happen unconsciously. We may not set out to do this, but we may have developed this pattern over time. This has become part of who we are. Perhaps we please others first and we don't expect to be pleased back. We have low expectations of others. We have low expectations of ourselves. And when we are in that place, love is difficult to find because we might not believe that it's possible. And if we get it, we might be very critical and fearful and suspicious of it. Is this for real? And we might need to check it out again and again. And that can drive somebody else away who might be genuinely positively disposed towards us. We might just be too difficult to be with. Some people who have low self-esteem can be quite noisy, can be quite boisterous, very robust come across as very strong and very forceful, very powerful. Perhaps that is you. Perhaps you know somebody just like that. And that can happen because some of us may want to compensate for the worthlessness that we feel inside. Because if we feel worthless, we also feel vulnerable. So we may compensate with power we may want to get in there first. I need to dominate you before you let me down and disappoint me. Again, that makes being in relationship and receiving love or recognition quite difficult because we may drive people away rather than 
attract them. So have a think. Who are you? What is happening with you and love? What is your love story? What is your life experience? What are you hoping for? And what do you think is possible? What can happen? What are your expectations? There are many different types of love. You can feel love that doesn't necessarily need to have an intimate or sexual relationship alongside. You can feel love and empathy and passion or compassion for someone. Love, true love, is unconditional. And it can also change over time. It's not a fixed thing. Love can be flexible. Love can be forgiving. Love can be very painful, whether you have a broken heart or not. Love can also mean that we can suffer alongside the one who we love. Love can involve a lot of waiting. It may require patience. Love is something that we also need to protect from others and sometimes from ourselves. Love can become addictive and it can make us blind. We may want to hold on to something which for some reason gives us a kick. Being with somebody can make us feel good about ourselves. It can make us feel safe in the world, even though that somebody might not be good for us, even though we pay a high price for being with that person. And then it can be difficult to let go because we don't know what is around the corner. The grass may not always be greener. We may be on the rebound. We may have been so hurt. We may have lost somebody and find it really difficult to live on our own, to be by ourselves. It's difficult sometimes to be in our own company. So we may seek a relationship we want to be related to. We want to have somebody perhaps that we can look after or we want to be looked after. So we may also look for love, perhaps for not very good reasons, because if those are the reasons for love, which are very understandable, we can potentially make ourselves quite vulnerable to receiving something that is not love for the right reasons. Somebody may see our desperation and might use it for their own purposes. So what do we do with all of this? What do we do if we want love but don't get it? I said at the outset, I might tell you something that some of you may not want to hear or may even disagree with. So here it is. It might be an old chestnut for some of you. I've written about it in articles on my website karenziger.com and I've also recorded a couple of YouTube videos on this. I think we need to look inside first and that's the last place some of us want to look because it may require patience and we may see things we don't like. What I mean by looking inside is having a look at the relationship that we have with ourselves the feelings that we have towards ourselves, 
How do we regard ourselves? Do you like yourself? Do you love yourself? I've talked about this before. There's a lot about self-love going on in the world, self-care. It's all really important stuff. But if you can't stand the sight of yourself, if you feel disappointed by yourself, if you are at war with yourself, if you think part of you stands in your way of success and acceptance and love, then it is quite difficult to hear me say, well, you've got to start with yourself because that's the last place you want to go. You may have been there and you may not be able to crack it. So let's see whether we can crack some of this together today, whether we can find an entry point to the relationship that you need to have with yourself first. Because there are things we can only give ourselves which we can't expect others to give to us. It is all about our sense of self-worth. If you feel you are worthless, then I put it to you that you are wrong. Whoever has told you that, I don't know what their reasons were. Perhaps they were well-intentioned. Perhaps there were voices of warnings to let you know you've got to mind your behavior towards others and yourself. I don't know. But such sweeping statements can cause a lot of damage. You have worth. You have value. The first lesson is you need to hold on to this and you need to start believing it and act accordingly. Because you have value means that you are allowed to draw a line with other people, to set boundaries, to even protect yourself. It means you can have standards in relationships and in love. Don't beg for love that you might not get. The other person also has to prove themselves worthy of your love. Love is not all about pleasing. It's not a one-way street. So you need to get in touch with your self-worth. Number two, we need to realize that sometimes we might go through a very dry period indeed and might not find the right person that we can love or who can love us. We have to accept that. And I think if we can do that, even though it sounds a bit frustrating, it will take a lot of pressure and fear from us and it may stop us feeling desperate and desperately looking for love. Because when we're in that frame of mind, I think we send out signals that may be interpreted as warning bells to others. Desperate people can be difficult people and people may pick up on that and avoid us. If we can be at ease with ourselves, then I think we attract a lot more ease into our lives. It also depends on our frame of mind and how we interpret our life. And that is number three that I would like you to go away with today. If you continuously put 
your experiences into a negative frame and talk about them negatively and interpret them negatively, then you will feel negative and you will feel hopeless perhaps and you will feel frustrated and stressed and think this will never happen. Now, if you go on thinking like that and talking about your life and yourself like that, yes, I agree, nothing will happen. Well, what will happen is exactly what you don't want to happen. So, what do I mean by framing your life experiences in a positive way? And by that I don't mean denying that life can be difficult, that life can be unfair and painful. But you can't go and take every negative experience as evidence that you are a bad person, that you are not lovable, that, oh, it has happened again, what's the point, this is my lot. You are bigger than life. It is your life. You need to be in charge in terms of how you look at things. I will never forget when I was a child, my father would say to me regularly, nobody will love you. Nobody will want you. Why did he say that? Looking back at it, he tended to say that in moments when I disagreed with him, when I dared to share an opinion that put his opinion into question. So, he was trying to tell me, if you don't please, if you don't agree, if you rebel, nobody will love you. So as a child, I started to become quite a good little pleaser. It didn't help me much, because I also assumed if I please, people will please me. And you know it doesn't work like that. That's a big lesson I had to learn very early in my life, and I'm glad I did. I had to reframe the way I looked at myself. I had to reframe the way I looked at life. Because I was in danger of thinking it was all my fault, that despite my good intentions and activities, I wasn't getting back what I set out to get in my life, which was love and recognition and positivity and respect. But I realized I was actually attracting people who were quite willing to abuse the good deal that they got from people like me. They get it all for free, all on the plate, ready to take. No questions asked, not much expected in return. If we behave like that, then we put ourselves in a very dangerous spot. So today we've talked a bit about love. It's another complex topic with so many experiences which we may have not all been able to cover today. We've also not talked much about loneliness, how lonely it is when we don't have companionship and feel the love of another. But the love that we feel for ourselves, the self-respect, being connected to our self-worth, that goes a long way. If we are in touch with that, we project on the outside a very different person. We project some strength, which we hopefully can also hold on to ourselves. I hope you have enjoyed today's Soul Cravings. If you know others who might be interested in listening, then spread the word. 
You can check my website karenzieger.com for articles that I have written on this topic and much more, or my YouTube channel for some of the videos that relate to today's topic. Look after yourselves. I look forward to welcoming you here again. Mind how you go and take good care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Soul Cravings with your host, Karen Seeger. You can follow Karen on Twitter, at Karen Seeger. Catch up with her articles, videos and work via her website, karenseeger.com. That's K-A-R-I-N-S-I-E-G-E-R.com.